All right, welcome back to another week. It is the NFL season, week 16. We got three weeks to go, three games to go. I say it every week, playoffs are heating up by the minute. And we are coming off probably the craziest week of the year. I know it seems like you can say that every week, but this was probably the craziest week of the year. You know, we had some crazy comebacks. We had a a game end, arguably the worst play in NFL history with uh, the Patriots ending. Even all that, I didn't really have that bad of a week. I mean, I was perfect for until the Cowboys game on all the games, like all the Saturday games I nailed, the Thursday night game I nailed. Uh, and then up until that Cowboys game on Saturday, I lost a couple games there. Uh, but I think I only got like three games wrong last week. So it was, a, it was a pretty good week, crazy week. I mean, and I was a little worried going into that week. You know, you could always be a little worried in the latter half of the season. And looks like I'm in third place. Glenn Hill pressing. Y'all, y'all kind of still in the mix right now. Chandon's pulling away on us a little bit, four games. But overall, like, it's going to be a tough finish here. But Gledhill, what's up, man? Welcome back. I know you're in Michigan this week. It's hard to imagine anywhere here would be colder. But, I mean, there you are in Michigan, like, negative degree weather. You know, it's actually not. I went I went for a run today. It was uh, it was like 30 degrees and no wind. So it actually, really? it actually felt really nice. But we're getting a really bad storm tonight. So it's going to be, tomorrow it's going to be like six degrees, windy, and snow everywhere so um we'll have to have to work on the treadmill for a couple of days so that'll be fun but um yeah i mean it's kind of like that everywhere though i mean i think norman in norman today it was six degrees and windy so it's insane but uh yeah my uh, my family's in the other room watching the snl uh, christmas special and i'm uh i'm out here kind of tracking the the jags game on my computer and talking to you guys so excited to excited to get going on these picks let's go preston what's up man i'm sure you don't you're not worried about the weather right now 75 like usual yeah 70 and sunny <laughs> so it's been it's been pretty nice dude that's awesome uh but how was your week man uh busy dude business is booming getting all the the orders ready to go out for christmas has just been been bonkers but you know i got a bonus today and just been grinding making that moolah you know how it is well i guess this is a good time to tell you all merry christmas because uh i mean by the time everybody sees this it should be christmas so this will be the christmas episode this year excited to get on into these we have a couple christmas eve games uh specifically the big one the cowboys and the eagles gonna be on christmas eve i'm gonna be at that game uh we're gonna be able to uh go out on the field after the game's over. And we're also going to be able to be in the tunnel when the players walk out uh, and run out. So that's going to be really dope. So uh, excited for that. Obviously, I wish Jalen Hurts was playing. It's going to be Gardner Minshew. Uh, so the game doesn't feel as hyped as you know it was maybe a couple weeks ago. And the Cowboys lost last week. But it is what it is. I mean, I'm going to do my best to go go have a good time and, and enjoy the Christmas game. So let's go ahead and get on into these. You know, we got a big Thursday night game for playoff implications for the AFC, specifically the Jaguars who have a chance to now win their division. And then also the Jets who are trying to sneak in as that last wild card spot. They're on the outside looking in. Uh, even if they do win tonight, they got to they gotta hope for some things to go their way. They don't control their own destiny because, you know, they lost a couple games in a row now. Preston, you did say on the uh the episode last week that you you saw the Jets winning out after that loss last week. You said they would have lost last week, and then you were thinking about them uh, winning out. So I'll be interested to see if if that's changed now. You know, looking at this game, uh, but you know we got the Jaguars going on the road to play the Jets. Fifty six percent in favor of the Jaguars. Mike White didn't clear concussion protocol, so he's going to be out again. I do think if this game was played on Sunday, he would have played. So Zach Wilson is going to get the start again. 
Preston, what is the spread coming into this game? I think uh, last time I checked, the Jets were like one and a half or something like that. It was something close. Yeah, Jets one and a half point favorites. Okay, Jets one and a half point favorites. Both teams coming off of a short week. I guess we'll have you kick us off today. Who do you got? And like I said, you know, last week you said you, even after the Jets losing last week, you were you were going to, you know, pick them to win out. So what are you thinking here? Yeah, um, I'm going to go ahead and, you know, Mike White not playing. That definitely changes things. But you have to expect that this team is going to rally for a playoff spot. I know the Jaguars are in a situation where they're sharks and they smell blood in the water with the way Tennessee has been falling apart these last couple of weeks, losing, uh, what, four in a row now? So, you know, blood in the water, Jacksonville is going to be coming for them. And Trevor Lawrence has been looking really good. And Zach Wilson has not been looking good. So I'm going to go ahead and, and stick with my gut and go with the Jets, but I... I'm not 100% confident in this pick. Jets 19 to 16. Yeah, I mean, even if the Jags do lose tonight, they still have a chance to win the AFC uh, AFC South. I think they can still win it by the tiebreaker. You know, I was looking at the remaining of their schedule and then comparing it to the Titans, and I still think they have a good chance to win this division, even if they lose tonight. You know, they lose tonight, they got the Texans and the Titans. You know, you beat the Texans next week, you avenge that loss from earlier in the season, which that was the only Texans win. Then you play the Titans, you win that game, Eight and nine, assuming that the the Titans, you know, don't win two more games after this, then you win the division by tiebreaker because the Titans remaining schedule. They got the Texans this week, which is not going to be an easy one because, you know, Ryan Tannehill is now out. Malik Willis gets a start. Uh, So you never know. Texans are very scrappy. We talk about it every week. They almost beat the Cowboys two weeks ago. Now they almost beat the Chiefs last week. So Texans are scrappy. That's not going to be an easy win, but I do expect them to win. So even then, Jets beat the Jags. Titans beat the Texans. They're not off the hook yet because then the Texans got to play or the Titans got to play the Cowboys the next week, which I think they'll lose that game. Then they got to play the Jaguars and that will be for the division. And I think the Jaguars win that game and boom, eight, and nine, both teams, Jaguars would have the tiebreaker. So yeah, I think uh doesn't matter at all. If the Jags win this game or if they lose this game, I think they're going to win the AFC South. That's my prediction. That's what I have. And, you know, I really like this team. I guess talking about their side of things, you know, beating the Cowboys, they had a crazy comeback. They were down 27 to 10. They had 500 total yards of offense. It was it was crazy. Uh, Trevor Lawrence really kind of had a coming out party, four touchdowns. In the last six weeks, he's been lights out. Four and two record. He's completing 70% of his passes. He's averaging 280 yards per game. And he has a 14 to one touchdown interception ratio. And his quarterback rating is 111.2. So he's playing lights out. He's playing like a top quarterback in the league. And you're really starting to see him and Doug Peterson kind of gel. And we're starting to see that last year, it was because of Urban Meyer. Urban Meyer held this team back and and Trevor Lawrence was a rookie. Now they're really coming out and having something to prove. So I think next year, you know, we got to watch out. I think they're clearly going to be the favorites to win this division uh, going into next year, even if they don't win it this year. So watch out for the Jags, man. They went all in on their free agency. They spent $180 That's the most a team has ever spent in free agency and it's starting to pan out. So, you know, they're a very easy team to root for and I'm excited to see what they do. However, in this game, I'm going to take the Jets. I think the Jets at home in a short week, I think defensively they can give the Jags a lot of problems. I think this game's going to be ugly. I think this is going to be like a 16 to 13 type, low scoring type game. I just think on a short week, both teams are going to look a little rusty. And and with Zach Wilson, I just don't trust the Jets to, to put up a lot of offense, even if the Jags defense, you know, isn't all that all that great. So watch out for the injuries this game. You know, obviously the Jags will still not have Trayvon Walker, Cam Robinson, Torres ACL, their left tackle. They got a a, a guy who 
has only started like four career games at left tackle playing tonight. Uh, and then they also have a defensive end who's out too. So got some injuries on the Jags side. I think the Jets are going to win a ugly low scoring game, 16 to 13. And I think the Jets defense is going to carry them to a W. So hopefully Zach Wilson doesn't ruin this game for them. And they go to eight and seven to keep their playoff chances alive. So I got the Jets winning this game, 16 to 13. Gladhill, who do you got? Wow, so we got two two Jets picks so far. Uh, I'm picking last year. Um, I'll come out and say I'm gonna disagree with you guys. I'm picking the Jaguars in this game. I think they're the hotter team right now. I think they. I think Trevor Lawrence is ascending. This team is ascending. And I wouldn't say the Jets are necessarily declining, but you know Zach Wilson's starting again. I just don't have a ton of confidence in this offense, and there's only so much you can do on the defensive side of the ball to stop Jacksonville. I think they have a lot of really good pieces. I think they're going to find a way to run the football. Trevor Lawrence is going to make some plays. He is really, really ascended as a quarterback. And, and I, you know, I, I trust the experience of, of Doug Peterson to be able to dial up a good game plan here on the road. Uh, the one thing that really does scare me about this one is the weather. I think with it being kind of a, a cold, windy, rainy type atmosphere up in New York, I could see this being really low scoring, and that does favor the Jets. Although uh, I trust the experience of Doug Peterson, and I think Trevor Lawrence is going to make some big plays down the stretch. They have some good receivers. I think they'll get a good run game going with ETN, and I think they'll find a way to pull this one out. Doesn't mean the Jets are a poorly coached team. I think they are well coached on the defensive side, but you know it's interesting. You know I I, I don't have a ton of faith in the Jaguars defense. But I also don't have a ton of faith in the Jets' offense. So, really, it's like, okay, can the Jets run the football? Can they control this game? Keep the ball out of that Jacksonville's offense. You know, keep keep it out of Trevor Lawrence's hands. If they do that, I think they win at home. I don't think they're going to do that, though. I'm taking the Jags to win on the road. I think it's going to be like 20-17, to 17, something like that. Close game, though. So, you have it kind of being a little bit on the uglier side then, too. Yeah. And, and I need a game on you guys, and I do have a lot of confidence in Jacksonville. So let's let's roll with it on the road. Yeah, well, I know uh, I know a lot of people are probably going to be picking Jacksonville in this game too. So yeah, hopefully I can steal some on some people as well. And like I said, man, the Jets are not off the hook. Even if they win this game, they're they're still they're still going to need some things to go their way this week if they want to be back in the seventh seed. I mean, they're going to need. Los Angeles, Miami, New England, you got three teams right there battling for the spot. They're going to need two of those three teams to lose this week if they want to be back in that seventh seed. So they're just in a tough position because they don't control their own destiny. And I think they, they really need this win. If they if they lose this game, then I, I don't think they're going to make the playoffs because they still got to play Miami in Miami. And that's not going to be an easy game, too. So this is a playoff game for both teams. And I think both teams need it. So yeah, they need it too because both these teams had rough seasons last year. They're both kind of on the cusp of making it. I mean, two years ago, this game would have been AIDS game of the week, no question. Now these two teams are, are battling for playoff spots. And one, I mean, I wouldn't say both these teams are going to make it. One of them's, one of, at least one of them is going to be out, I would, I would say. And if that happens, you know, th- these coaches, Doug Peterson going into year three, Robert Sala going into year three. Well, I guess it would be year two for Peterson, but Robert Sala going into year three, no playoffs yet. You get a lot of pressure on them. So you want to get in now while your team's playing well, while your defense is, is young and healthy. It's funny how you said like two years ago, this would have been the AIDS game of the week. It would have been because, you know, both these teams were battling for the number one pick. Remember, this was tank for Trevor, two teams right here. That's and, right. That's and the Adam, and Adam Gase, yeah. bro. The Jets ruined everything. If the Jets had literally just lost that one game in, they, LA. in L.A., 
They yeah. literally would have had the number one overall pick. They would have had Trevor Lawrence. But instead, they got stuck with Zach Wilson. If their punter wouldn't have made that tackle on that kick yeah. return. Braden Mann. I saw that. Yeah. Braden Mann. And he, <laughs> he was an Aggie, too. He's an Aggie. Uh, if he hadn't have made that tackle, bro, we, we, we would be talking about a whole different story. Dude, could you imagine the Jets with Trevor Lawrence, bro? Man, that would be that would be something. Uh, okay, we'll see what happens, man. I'm excited for this game tonight. All right, we got Christmas Eve games right here. We're starting off with the first one: the Buffalo Bills going on the road to play the Chicago Bears. Ninety-seven percent in favor of the Bills in this one. Eleven and three versus three and eleven. Preston, what is the spread in this game? In this game, it's looking like the Bills are favored by eight. Bills are favored by eight. Starting to put some things together. They had a snow fest game with the uh, the Miami Dolphins. That was a really good game. I mean, last week was so crazy. It was awesome. One of probably the best week of the season. But man, some of this officiating just got to get better, man. And they were they were heavily favored in Buffalo in that game, but Miami held on, man. And I really thought like for a second that Buffalo was going to roll them. Uh, but there was a point where I was like, man, maybe Miami might win this game. You know, they might sweep them. Uh, but Buffalo ended up hanging on. But the, man, the refs, like just some pretty bad officiating in that game. Uh, you know, they earned the win, obviously, but it's it's annoying th- having to think about that every single week, obviously. I, I just wish they would get better with that. But they beat the Dolphins in a thriller game. That was an awesome game. And then the Bears, meanwhile, they kept it close with Philadelphia. They played really competitive. Justin Fields hit a thousand rushing yards on the season for a quarterback, and he had some crazy highlight plays in that one. Uh, so, you know, very fun QB to watch. You know, they're going to have the most cat space in the NFL next year by a mile. So I'm interested to see what they do this offseason. And I could see them kind of being like a Jacksonville, you know, next year. Jacksonville spent $180 million on their free agents this year. Chicago is going to have a lot of cat space. They're going to go all in on, on their guys. So they could be kind of like a Jacksonville team next year that has a chance to get in the wild card or possibly win the division. We'll just have to see. In this game, though, this one's pretty easy. I'll go ahead and get this one out of the way. I got the Bills winning this game. I don't think they'll have problems scoring on this Bears defense. I'm going to say Bills win 31-16. to 16. Justin Fields will have some good plays, but they're going to get outworked, and the Bills are fine for the one seed. They got to stay it, so they're going to take it. 31-16, to 16, Buffalo gets it done. Gladell, who you got? Yeah, what's the spread in this game? Eight. Eight, okay. That's interesting. I would... Uh... Bills cover, I think. Yeah, I, I I thought it would have been more of like the 13-14, in which case I probably would have said, oh, yeah, take the Bears at home. But I think I think after last week, this one's in Chicago, right? So it's, um, yeah. you know, I, I think the Bears Bears played the Eagles really tight. So, you know, I think maybe there's been some, you know, some money coming in on the Bears um, this week. Um, I mean, they're going to play hard. They, they This team wants to win games. A lot of young guys, especially on the defensive side. They got that Jaquan Brisker guy from, from Penn State who's really, really good. But I think overall their defense has been you know really struggling since they let go of Roquan or they traded Roquan, and yeah, I just think they're 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 a little too limited on the offensive side. Um, give me Buffalo to cover on the road. I don't think we're going to learn anything new about Buffalo. I think we know what Buffalo is. We kind of know you know what their strengths and weaknesses are already. I, I don't think there's going to be anything new here. So I, I think I think Bills win at thirty to twenty, but it's it's going to be kind of you know. Nothing, nothing exciting here. Preston, Buffalo covers. What do you think? Yeah, Buffalo covers by ten. I think you know. Hopefully, the Bears will have some some big plays to make this game fun, especially with how exciting Justin uh, Fields has been this season. But Bills take care of business, uh, thirty three to twenty three. 
Next game, New Orleans Saints going on the road to play the Cleveland Browns. Uh, believe it or not, both these teams are still alive in the playoff hunt. Specifically, the Saints because the NFC South is so horrific, ridiculous. You you know you got three teams that are five and nine, and then you got the Bucks that are uh, six and eight. Golly, it's ridiculous. I oh, anyways, yeah. There's a there's a lot of teams still in the hunt right now, and and these are one of them. You know, I'm looking at this game. I'm like, man, shoot, who cares about this one? But they got some playoff implications. Both teams need this win. Uh, 85% in favor of Cleveland, though, at home. They just got done beating a Ravens team that was very limited offensively. No Lamar Jackson. They won that game. What they, they went 13 to three, something like that. It was bad. It was really bad. I didn't even, I even watch it. Honestly, I watched like a couple plays, but I didn't watch the majority yeah. of that game. Yeah. Uh, I saw Deshaun Watson clapping at the end of it. That's all I, that's all I yeah, saw. Yeah. I did see the ending. Yeah. How hyped he was. Whatever, whatever. Still praying on that man's downfall. Just want everybody to know that. So. Preston, what is the spread in this game? The Browns are favored by two and a half. Okay, Browns are favored by two. Yeah, yeah, I would say, you know, they're at home. Uh, New Orleans, they beat Atlanta in another ugly game. I thought Atlanta was going to come back and win that game at one point. But Desmond Ritter, you know, first rookie start. I'm glad I ended up sticking with the Saints in that game. Glad I'm pretty sure you picked the uh, the Falcons in that game, hoping that uh, that they would come through for you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I want to see what my record is uh, picking the Falcons this year because it's probably not very good. I, I think we've all I think we've all struggled in recent years picking the Falcons. I think well, yeah. I, they've kind of been that cursed team ever since the Super Bowl year. They've just been like really unpredictable and just disappointing in a lot of ways. And this, I mean, the latter half of the season for them has been been kind of the same thing, right? Just we were high we high on them a little bit, like oh they can they can run the ball, they lead the league in big plays, and then it's just they're not winning games. But anyways, we we'll, we don't have to talk about them right now. Yeah, yeah, we'll worry about them. Uh, yeah, look, I think, I mean, honestly, Gato, it's your turn. Do you, I, I'm pretty sure you're going to pick Cleveland. I, I have a feeling all three of us are going to are going to agree on this one, but I don't know. Who knows? Uh, yeah, I'll, I'll, I mean. I think Nick, Nick Chubb's out, right? Nick Chubb is out? I think so. He's oh, he has a foot, a foot problem. I don't know if he's going to play. I don't know if he's questionable or... Let me see. Yeah, wow. Oh, he, he is, he is uh, expected to play, though. Okay. All right, yeah. Well, in that case, yeah, I mean, I think the, I think the, the Browns have the better defense for sure. It's at home, probably going to be cold. Just ugly game. I don't expect Deshaun to really do anything too crazy, um, but I, I expect the, the Browns to run the ball, do what they do. I trust Kevin Stefanski more than Dennis Allen, and uh, um, I think the Browns' defense is going to make enough plays to win this game for them. Uh, going to be low scoring, ugly. I think it's like a sixteen to thirteen type of game. Nothing, nothing too exciting. But the Browns, man, it'd be seven and eight. You know, still in that hunt. I don't think anybody's really talked about them as a potential playoff team. I, I don't think they're good enough, but they're also going to be seven and eight. They're kind of in that conversation. They went out, they could, they could do it. So they know the importance of this game and I think they'll get it done at home. Yeah. I have the Browns, uh, 19 on my power rankings. So, you know, they're moving up six and eight. I think they're going to win this game. Uh, and Gledho, it's funny how you mentioned uh, it's going to be cold. There's a lot of games that are going to be freezing this week. I mean, you got the Bills at the Bears game that we just picked, you know, before this is going to be negative 11 in Chicago. Wow. <laughs> and then uh, Saints, and, or Saints and Browns is negative 9. 
<laughs> yeah, that's, that's December football, man. That's 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 when you need a good run game, I guess, right? Yeah, and good defense. Yeah, and then you also got Seahawks at Chiefs, negative six. Texans at Titans, five. Falcons at Ravens, seven. And then Raiders at Steelers, negative four. We got Love some. It. We we might see some uh, low scoring games this week. Maybe take some unders because under's been hitting a lot there's this year. There's something great though about like. Like one of the reasons I think we love football in the United States is we like to watch we like to watch people suffer in a way. I think we kind of enjoy like turning on the TV in our in our warm living room when we got our you know, we're wearing our our, our nice socks and our sweatpants and we're watching we're eating chips and we're watching watching guys battle in negative degrees, you know. I, 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 there's something something about us that we, we instinctually like that. I don't know. Yeah, for sure. Uh, all right, Preston, who do you got? Yeah, I got the Browns in this one. Pretty straightforward. They're going to run the football. It's going to be a low-scoring, boring game. Browns win this game. I'm going to say same score as the Ravens game. What was it, 13-3? Yeah. Let's go 13-6 to this time. Oh, you give them, you give them some field goals? <laughs> yeah, I'm going to give the Saints two field goals. All right. Well, we got another cold game right here. We got the Houston Texans going on the road to play the Tennessee Titans. Hey, man, this is no slouch of a game for Tennessee or for for yeah, for Tennessee, like this is like this is going to be a tough one. Uh, you know, division game. Texans are scrappy, man. I don't know what it is. They're just they're just very scrappy. Uh, they play teams tough. Uh, how much are the Titans favored in this game, Preston? Titans are favored by three and a half. Three and a half. Look, the spread every week is getting lower and lower for the <laughs> for the Texans, man. They're scrappy. Ninety two percent. I can look up what their against the spread record is. It's got to be pretty low. It's, it's at Titans. Yeah, ninety-two percent in favor of them too, as well. Yeah, Tampa Bay is the worst in the league, three and ten against the spread. Wow, which makes sense. I think everybody, you know, Tom Brady. I, I yeah, I could see that. Uh, doesn't appear to be that bad. They're eight and five. Never mind. I thought thought it'd be worse, but eight five and one. So well, yeah, uh, all right. Well, I thought it thought it'd be worse than that, but Cincinnati eleven and three against the spread. Interestingly, but uh. That makes sense. I don't know. Yeah, I guess one uh, of you guys can start. Yeah, Preston, I'll have you. I'll have you start this one. Uh, you know, you got Ryan Tannehill. He played y'all last week. He got hurt, messed up his ankles, likely out for the season. Malik Willis is going to get the start against the Texans. So, what do you what do you see and how you see this game going? Texans are very scrappy, but also Tennessee must win game for them. Yeah, Tennessee must win game. I think they're going to pull it off. You know, you'd like to see Houston win this game. I think everybody would like to see Houston win this game. But records don't lie. I mean, they're one twelve and one. You really expect them to beat the Titans in this spot? It could happen. I mean, you saw it with the the Jets. You know, a couple years ago, where the Jets decided to just win games late in the year. Mm-hmm. So, could be a case with the Texans here, where they decide to win games late in the year. But Titans go ahead and win this game, twenty three to seventeen. Oh, dude, I totally forgot that uh, Malik Willis played against the Texans last time. Tannehill didn't play in that game. So Malik Willis is playing the Texans again. All right, Gladio, who do you got in this one? Well, I just saw so Derrick Henry's rushed for 200 yards, at least 200 yards in each of the last um, four games against the uh, the Texans. So he owns this defense. No Tannehill the rest of the year. So I guess it'll be Malik Willis. Um, you guys already mentioned that. Um, I think I think Tennessee gets it done. I'm not confident in this pick. I really I was. Actually, I went through my picks this morning, and I, I picked, I picked Tennessee. I picked the Texans just because I'm like, 
man, they got to win eventually. I mean, you think the football gods are going to kind of come through for them and, and give them that second win, but um, they're going to play hard. They're going to really want to ruin their division rivals season. I just don't, I don't know if they're going to be able to stop Derrick Henry still. And I think, I think Titans win at home. They'll run the football 22 to 16 or something. It's kind of ugly. Yeah, I got Titans. Uh, I think it's going to be low scoring. I'm going to say like 21 to 17. So I guess in that case, the the Titans would still cover, but I I don't know. I think Derrick Henry is going to have a field day like he always does against his defense. And yeah, if the if the Titans lose this game, you might as well kiss the AFC South goodbye because you're not going to win this one. You're not going to win losing to the Houston. Come on now, losing five straight, can't do that. So looks like we all got the Titans in this one. Next game, Seattle Seahawks going on the road to play the Kansas City Chiefs. 96% in favor of the Chiefs. Preston spread. The Chiefs are favored in this game by 10. Yeah, the Chiefs having to uh, go down to the wire versus the Texans. Uh, I mean, it is what it is. You know, Kansas City is still finding ways to win games, which is all you can ask for. I mean, good teams, they can't be perfect all the time. And Patrick Mahomes is still likely to be one or two favorite to win MVP right now. So, you know, say what you want about the Chiefs all you want. They're still winning games, uh, and when playoffs starts, it's a whole different story. So, still wouldn't want to mess with them. You know, you you can judge them now, but judge them when it really matters in the playoffs because they've been there so long. They've been to four straight AFC championships. You know, I wouldn't I wouldn't look at this you know stretch a little bit too much and be worried because the Texans are scrappy and any given Sunday, like we say, Kansas City still finding ways to win. Meanwhile, Seattle they got absolutely bulldozed at home against the 49ers. Their defense played well, but offensively, they couldn't gel anything because the 49ers defense was just suffocating them every single week. It, it seems like they do that to another defense. And I was saying that in, in order for them to have a chance to win that game versus the 49ers, they were going to have to go in there and they were going to have to score 20 points and they couldn't do it. And it's just hard to do that against a defense like that. So, yeah, look, Seattle, maybe they came back down to earth, right? Maybe they're not going to make the playoffs, but... You look at this season, you think, okay, we exceeded expectations, right? Geno Smith, he's made the Pro Bowl, which I don't think anybody would have thought that. He kind of had a little bit of a resurgence. He's probably going to win Comeback Player of the Year. You know, there is no shame in the Seahawks season right now. You know, they won seven games. If you would have told me at the beginning of the summer that they were going to win seven games, I would have been like, you're crazy. You know, like this team exceeded expectations. They have a bright future. They're likely going to get their franchise quarterback in the draft this year and they just they killed it in the draft this past year i love their rookies that they have i love the roster and i think in a couple years they're going to be very competitive they're going to be back to the seattle that we're used to seeing in the nfc so you know nothing to be ashamed of seattle uh unfortunately i got them losing this game though i got the kansas city chiefs i think the chiefs are going to find a way to i mean an arrowhead too is going to be cold like all these games are going to be cold this week so yeah i expect the chiefs to bounce back and hopefully have a have a really big win this time. Hopefully it's not like close where they're, you know, barely having to squeak it out. I, I, I'd imagine that they're going to have one week where they just kind of put it together and offensively just, just dominate again. So I'm going to say that they do that again this week. I'm going to say they do it. And I'm going to say the Chiefs win 28 to 13. They roll here. Chiefs win at home. I'm hoping to see a blowout here because I want to see Kansas City get rolling going into the playoffs. So that's what I got. Gladio, who do you got? Yeah, I agree with you. I'll take the Chiefs. Uh, no Tyler Lockett for the Seahawks. Um, they struggled last week, anyways. You know, with, with him in the game uh, for a bit there, and uh, I just I don't see them moving the ball much. Uh, Chiefs will uh, win this game at home. I think it'll be like a twenty-seven to fourteen type of game. 
uh, Chiefs Chiefs win. All righty. Preston, who do you got? Yeah, so with this game, right, obviously you're dealing with the Chiefs who they've been playing with fire later this year, but Patrick Mahomes, he's he's a game manager slash juggernaut, so he's able to manage and, and win games. He's, he's phenomenal. Uh, Seattle trending downwards. This is an easy pick. Uh, Kansas City wins this game 27 to 16. All righty. Next game, New York Giants going on the road to play the Minnesota Vikings, 86% in favor of the Vikings. This Vikings. You think this one's interesting? I think it's very interesting. This is a tough one. Yeah, I thought about maybe picking the Giants, and especially after – I thought Minnesota – well, I mean, we got to talk about that game, that comeback game here in a second, but let's just say that if Minnesota had lost that game, I probably would have picked the Giants. Uh, because, you know, trending downward, but hey, they found a way to win, crazy enough. But 86% in favor of them. This is interesting. New York won a big game on uh, on Sunday night football, which, you know, say what you want. Yeah, they maybe they had some the refs in their favor. Still won the game and didn't expect that to happen. But Preston, what is the spread in this one? I don't know. Is it? I, I have a hard time believing this is like anywhere above three for the Vikings. The Vikings are favored by four. Four? What? Wow, that that makes me really want to pick the Giants, bro. <laughs> okay, uh, Glenho, it's your turn. Who do you got? Team high for you? Is that team high? Yes. The Vikings. Yes, yeah. dude. The Vikings. Their defense is not good, bro. They're gonna have a tough time stopping Saquon. Yeah, and uh, this I mean, gonna be really interesting, man. Who do you got, Glenho? I mean, it's it's your pick. I uh, I don't know, man. I think the key. I think it really comes down to. Can the Giants get a pass rush on Kirk Cousins? Can they make him uncomfortable? Because if no pass rush, if Kayvon Thibodeau is not back there in his grill like he was you know, on Taylor Heineke last week, I, I don't have a ton of confidence in the Giants' secondary. And I think in a shootout type of game, I just don't know. Even with Saquon Barkley, I just don't think Daniel Jones in that offense with not a great receiving core can keep up with the Vikings. But if they get that pass rush going, they can slow down the Vikings. If the Vikings score fewer than 25 points, I think the Giants win this game. If they score more than that, I'm taking the Vikings. So what do I think will happen in Minnesota? I'm going I'm going Vikings. I think they'll find a way. I think they'll I think maybe maybe the Giants pass rush will be good early on, but I think down the stretch the Vikings offense is is too explosive and this Giants defense is good up front, but it's not dominant. I think they have some holes in the secondary, and the Vikings will exploit that. And when I think it'll be like a 28 to 17 or 28 to 20 type of game. Maybe it'll be closer. Actually, you know what? 28 23. That's my final score. Minnesota barely covers. Vikings get it done. I, although I'm not confident. I, I could totally see the Giants coming in here and pointing out this upset, but they got to get a pass rush and they got to run the ball. And um, I mean, Daniel Jones, to be fair, like he made some really good throws against Washington. I thought, you know, I was watching that game thinking, well, if Derek Carr's not on the market, I think you run him back with him because what do you, I mean, I, I would have more trust in Daniel Jones at the moment than a first year guy next year. So maybe they'll be aggressive and, and go out and get someone like a Derek Carr, but I, I think you run it back with him. Maybe not. I mean, Brian, I could see Brian Dable being really aggressive, but interesting decisions. But in this game, taking Minnesota barely. 
So, which means the Giants would have to beat Indianapolis and the Eagles to clinch, which would be tough. So, big game for the Giants. Yeah, big game. Preston, so I know we were all pretty mad about the outcome of that game versus Washington. Washington, there, there was obviously the illegal formation and then the uh, the pass interference that there was no call at the end. Now, credit that they still would have had to get the two-point conversion. Uh, still, you at least have that chance, right? And they didn't get that chance. So do you look at that that game where the Giants favor and think like, okay, well, did the Giants get away with one or, or at the end of the day where, you know, maybe some bad calls, but the Giants were still the better team. What, what do you, what do you think about that? Um, I think the Giants got away with one, but it's not like they didn't win the game, but they didn't lose the game either. If that makes sense. So, you know, that, that was, that was tricky. Um, you know, Washington, first of all, uh, Heineke should have scored on that rush when he uh when he was scrambling and he got down to the the two yard line and tripped and fell and then on top of that you had those other two terrible calls late in the game right um but keep in mind no matter what happens this game uh, in this game there's a good chance these teams could play in the first round yeah because if the giants lose they could drop down to the seventh seed and minnesota would be at the two seed still but if minnesota loses they could drop down to the three seed and the giants would be at the sixth seed so there's a good chance that the we'll see this uh, these teams play again in the playoffs. Yeah, I think the Go, Gi- ahead. Go ahead. Oh, I was just gonna say I think the Giants are either gonna play the Vikings or the 49ers first round. Yeah. So okay, anyways, but who do you got in this game? Yeah, I'm gonna go ahead and I'm gonna go out on a limb here and I'm gonna say the Giants win this game. The Vikings are trending down. Giants are gonna start to trend back up. I think that win against Washington was huge for them. You know, it they're starting to turn back into a team that makes winning plays. And that's how they won their games earlier in the year. They stayed in it and they made winning plays. They're going to start doing that again late later this season. Giants go ahead and win this game 23 to uh, 20. Yeah. Kayvon Thibodeau is going to give this offensive line a lot of problems. You know, he had a really good game against the, uh, the commanders on Sunday night. So I'm interested to see how, uh, how he's going to attack of the Minnesota's offensive line and, and, and maybe give Kirk Cousins some problems. We'll see, man. I'm going to pick the Vikings just because I feel like if I pick the Giants, I'm going to regret it. So I'm going to pick the Vikings. And if the Giants win this game, I'm not going to regret picking the Vikings. But I would, I would I'd much rather pick the Giants or pick the Vikings and be wrong than pick the Giants and just like, man, I should have picked Minnesota. Uh, but I got to give them credit, man. I mean, anybody that can come back down from 33 points, like I don't care if it's Matt Ryan that that choked it. I don't care if it's... You know, the Colts that choked it, Jeff Saturday, it doesn't matter. The fact that they were down 33-0 to zero at halftime and they came back, they rallied back and won 39-36 to 36 in OT is ungodly. Like, that's just ridiculous. I don't know how that happened. I don't know how they pulled it off. But historically, I'm going to look back on one of those games when I'm like an old man and be like, yo, remember when the Vikings came back like and won that game? Like, it's it's just one of those, those situations. But uh, yeah, Minnesota, I wouldn't say they got lucky. But they uh, they were very fortunate to come back and win that game because that was that could have been really bad for them. If you're looking at that game and you're like, man, 33 to zero, like Minnesota season's over, right? Like they're gonna hobble into the playoffs. They're gonna be a first round exit, which they still could be. But like that that changes their like them coming back changes the whole perspective of things, in my opinion. It, it, whether if like because if they would have lost like 40 to like 10 or like 13, you're looking at the, this team and like, man, Minnesota is like they're done, man. So 
fortunate to come back with the win. I'm going to take them, but Giants cover. I do not like four four points. I don't like that at all. I really don't. So give me the Giants to cover. I'm going to say 23 to 21. Giants cover. Next game, Cincinnati Bengals going on the road to play the New England Patriots. 91% in favor of them. Preston spread. Bengals are favored by three. Bengals are favored, favored by... What do you mean? I, I don't know. It's like the... Really? 10 and 4? No respect on the Bengals, but, but then again, it is New England. I think this game's going to be a... I think this game's going to be a blowout. You think so? I'm Dude, I'm all in on Cincinnati now, bro. It, they're, they're the scariest team in the league right now. Well... Well, I was about to. Now that you said that, I was literally about to say that this 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 has the makings of a trap game for the Bengals, just because the Patriots are coming off that embarrassing ending against the Raiders on the road, super long plane ride back to New England. You know they're pissed off. You know Belichick gave these. You know, it, you just know that whole organization's pissed off. Mac Jones is pissed off. Matt Patricia's pissed off. Bill Belichick's pissed off, to say the least. Um, <laughs> they're going to come into this game at seven and seven, still with a chance to make the playoffs and they're going to be ready to play. Like they're going to have, you know, it's on to Cincinnati for, for the, for the Patriots. They're going to be ready to play. Um, I could totally see them winning this game at home. I'm just, I'm just, you know what? I'm going to take it. Patriots pull off the upset. They're going to win this game at home. You know, that, that's, that's what's going to happen. I, I don't have a reason for it other than this team is, is, is upset. And you come in, you run the ball, play good defense. The Bengals kind of struggled early on in that game against the, the Bucks. They obviously turned it on. I think this I think this is going to be one of those ugly games early on where I think the most likely scenario is the Bengals turn it on and they run away with this one. I'm still taking New England at home. I think I think they're going to pull this upset off. I don't have again, don't have don't have a good reason for it other than it's a well-coached team. I think they're going to find a way. I think it's going to be like a like a twenty-one to nineteen, really ugly game. This might be kind of one of those stinker games for the Bengals. It's going to be cold on the road. New England crowd's going to be rocking. Patriots find a way to win this game. You see, Preston, he was so excited to pick this game that it wasn't even his turn to pick. That's how that's how much he wanted it. <laughs> I wasn't going to. I was originally. You, I think you saying you thought it was gonna be a blowout. I was like, okay, oh god, no, no it's not gonna be a blowout. In fact, this is what's gonna happen. It might be a blowout though. You might be right. It, it's probably more likely to be a blowout than the Patriots actually win. But you gotta you gotta go bold at this time of the year when you're behind in picks. Here, here's the thing, Preston. This is probably a I told you so moment for you say, to me. But this Bengals team, man, is. Is they're the scariest team in the league right now? I think them and the 49ers, bro. I would take them over Buffalo right now. And yep. honestly, they beat Kansas City. They own they own Patrick Mahomes. So yep. I'm saying right now, I'm I, they're playing the Bills next week in Cincinnati. I'm picking the Bengals. I don't care. I'm picking the Bengals to win that game. I think they're the better team right now, bro. I agree. I'm I'm picking them too. I just think they're gonna have a stinker in New England. And you know, it's gonna be one of those games. Here's the thing. Here's the thing, Gladhill. They were down. 17 to 3 to the Buccaneers. Now I know the Buccaneers are the Buccaneers, right? But they were down 17 to 3. They scored 31 second half points. Joe Burrow had four touchdowns and they shut them out 31 to 0. They had one turnover the whole game. Their second half points this year have been insane. 
if the Patriots have this low scoring and they're winning at halftime, basically what I'm saying is it's going to be a blowout. I think Cincinnati will pull away. And uh, I think Cincinnati is going to go in there. I don't care if it's in New England. Look, I'm looking at New England last week and I'm like, how the hell do you lose that game? Like, go to OT, bro. Why are you getting so cute? The game, the game was going like the game was. Uh, that just makes me so mad because I picked the Patriots to win that game and they lost. Now, here's the thing. Regardless of how bad that play was, regardless of how it ended up being the worst play ever, the Patriots should never have been in that position in the first place. The Raiders did not score that touchdown on the drive before. He was clearly out of bounds. His left foot was out of bounds, and they called it a touchdown. They should have never tied that game up. The Patriots should have won the game, and they lost for that reason. Just frustrating, frustrating, frustrating. That ruined their whole chances of making the playoffs. Bengals are going to put a new one on them this week, and they're going to end their playoff hopes right now. I got Bengals winning. Let's go 34-20. to 20. Blowout. They win by two scores right there. There you go. That's what I got. Preston, who do you got, man? Yeah, you're crazy for that one, Gledhill. You're you're wild in the day, bro. You're wild in. Come on, man. There's no way. There's no way in hell. I mean... Granted, they're in Foxborough. They're coming off a bad loss. You know, they could rally the troops. But the Bengals are just too hot right now. You you couldn't... There's just no way. And the Bengals' defense, like, they are on the same energy that they were on last year's playoff run. Second half magic. The Bengals' defense shut them down. And Joe Burrow just... I don't know. They It's like they take, like, Joe's secret stuff... Uh, during <laughs> halftime or something. I don't know what's going on, but they are absolutely phenomenal. Bengals go ahead and win this game 31 to 17. I will I will say though, I think I think Cincinnati is the scariest offense in the league right now. Yeah. I would agree with that. I, I don't know. I don't know. I wouldn't take Philly's offense over them right now. I wouldn't take I yeah, I wouldn't take the Chiefs and Mahomes over them right now. I think I just think with, with their receiving, their 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 running game, I Joe Burrow, I mean I think they're the most complete offense in the league. O line's playing really well. We'll see, man. We will see. I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm not, I can't pick against Cincinnati right now. I just can't. All right. Well, let's see if you get it right, Gladhill. Next game Detroit Lions going on the road to play the Carolina Panthers. 89% in favor of the Lions. Preston spread. The Lions are favored by two and a half. Two and a half. Carolina, yes. That was one that I can be happy about. I got that game right. I did. I said that I did could not see the Panthers winning three straight with Sam Darnold and DJ Moore. You know, with the ankle, I I, I liked Pittsburgh in that game, and they came through for me. They won the game. Thank goodness. Uh, but even then, the Panthers still have a chance to win this shitty ass division. So yeah, looking to play spoiler against the Lions, who have won I think six of their last seven now, which is absolutely ridiculous. Uh, getting hot at the right time. <sighs> Gledhill. You know who the only QB with zero turnovers the past six weeks is? You know what QB that is? Is it Sam Darnold? Or nope. Is it Jared it's your boy Jared Goff. I love it, man. He's yeah. been playing well. He's been playing really well. And Dan Campbell, man, like I said, if they win, if they win out, you got to give him the coach of the year. You <laughs> yeah. have to. I agree. Well, I, I thought I thought I thought it would have been Sam Darnold for a second, like by default, because he, he hasn't started all of the last oh. six weeks. So it's like, well, maybe. He's played two games, three games, and that's a good know, point. Six weeks, but no, that's that. That is, yeah, Jared Goff, man, yeah, I that's agree. That's a good with point. Okay, well, it's my turn to pick this one. I got the Lions winning this game. Uh, look, 
the pan their Panthers haven't shown me anything that they can slow this Lions offense down. I'm rooting for the Lions. Like Preston said last week, if you're not rooting for the Lions, you're a scumbag. So Lions go ahead and win this game. Let's go 27 to 20. They win by a touchdown. Preston, who you got? Yeah, I've got Lions winning this game as well. I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to say 26 to 24. Panthers aren't going to make it easy. Okay. I like it. Gledo, who you got, man? Yeah, I got about like seven or eight Lions fans, like one room over from me. And, oh, watch uh, what you say, man. Watch what you say. Yeah, so it's, it's, I, I'm just, I'm, I'm a little worried about this game because this, this, this feels like one of those games, again, where you're right on the precipice of doing something great. And it's like a team that you should beat, but it's, it's like on the road and they got a, they got an underrated defense and, you know, they could make some plays and, you know, Jared Goff is just has a stinker game. Like, again, I said this last week going into the Jets game. Like, this just feels like it could be that Patriots game where you just you go in feeling good and then boom, 29 nothing. Like, just yeah. bad game. Everything goes wrong. So, I'm a little worried about that. But this team's on a roll. They're playing with a lot of swagger. Dan Campbell, man, got to give him a lot of credit. Um, I, I listened to him on podcasts and there's various interviews um, after he was hired. And I just, I could tell like, okay, this guy, like dude, the guys are going to play hard for this guy. Like he's got that leadership style. Like you don't want to let him down. He's like your, your father or your grandfather that you love and you don't want to let him down. You know, it's, it's like, that's who Dan Campbell is. And um, I don't know. These, uh, these lions are, are playing hard for him. And I, I think again, just because I'm rooting for him, I think they're going to win this one. It's going to be like, uh, I like that score, like 27-20, something like that. You know, Ben Johnson or whoever their offensive play caller is has been doing a really good job. They'll have a good game plan going in. And I just don't have a ton of faith in what the Panthers are doing offensively. So, you may, yeah, give me the Lions in this one. I'll agree with you, 27-20. All righty. Falcons, Ravens in Baltimore, 93% in favor of the Ravens. Preston, spread. Ravens are favored by six and a half. Okay. Does anybody have any update on Lamar Jackson? Seems like he's still sidelined. Okay. Yep. He's going to miss his third straight game. Tyler Huntley again. So Tyler Huntley, Desmond Ritter. Oh, this is not a very exciting game. Honestly, not a very exciting game. I, I mean, what is the, what is the over under on this one? Preston? 34 and a half. Oh God. Yeah. Yikes. How are the Ravens favored by six and a half against this team without Lamar Jackson? That doesn't make any With sense. With a 34 and a half yeah. overrun. Yeah. Uh, 16 to 12, Ravens win. I don't got anything else to say. Look, Desmond Ritter, he just looked like he wasn't ready. I mean, he he needs more time, obviously. that There was nothing in that Saints game that showed me that he he's ready. But, I mean, first career start, like, Yeah. He needs more time. That's all I got to say. Ravens win 16 to 12. That's what I got. Uh, Gladell, who do, what are you taking? I'm not going to pick the Falcons again, am I? Um, no, I'm not going to do it. You already had one upset. Um, in Baltimore, Ravens huh? are 9 and 5. I, I don't know. I'm not going to do it. Ravens win. I'll match your score again. 16 to 12 is a really good, weird score for this game. <laughs> I can't do it, man. I can't pick the Falcons again because I just know I'm going to pick them. 
and then they're going to get shut out, and they're going to lose like 20 to nothing, and I'm going to look like an idiot again for picking the Falcons. So I'm not going to do it. I'm not going to do it. I have more confidence in Tyler Huntley than, than Desmond Ritter just because he's he's done it before. And um, you, got, you got John Harbaugh on one side against a much younger coach um, on the other side. So, yeah. Preston? I honestly am convinced the Falcons are the reason Glad Hill and I are, are behind everybody right now because him and I have both been picking the Falcons and nobody else has been picking the Falcons. So uh, I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to pick the Falcons. Uh, I'm going to say, <laughs> I'm going to hope, <laughs> I'm going to hope at least one of us gets it right today. Or I mean uh, on Sunday, hopefully it doesn't end in a tie and we both get it wrong. <laughs> so think at least one of us is going to get this game right. I'm, I'm going to sacrifice myself for the team. Falcons go ahead and win this game 18 to 13. Honestly, I could see it, bro. Like this is not, I don't think that's a ridiculous pick at all. I mean, Baltimore without Lamar, they're, they're horrible. Like they're, like, they're bad. The, the under is going to hit too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 34 and a half. That's, that's so low. And they're favored by six and a half. Yeah. See, that's not adding up, dude. That doesn't make sense. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Anyways, next game. Commanders at 49ers, 94% in favor of the four of uh, the 49ers. Look, here's the thing about the commanders, bro. Them losing that game just completely screwed them over because now they got to play the 49ers in San Francisco. You, you you already got to mark that one as a loss. Preston, it is your turn. Uh, what is the 49ers spread in this one? The 49ers are favored by seven. Single TD. Okay, well, if you wanted a little bit of a, uh, a a spark for the Commanders, Chase Young is making his return after a very, very long time. So he's going to be active this weekend. Yeah, Chase Young, going to be fun to see him play again, but he's not going to make a, a significant enough of an impact. In, do you want me to re-say that? Because I'm getting weird looks from you guys right now. Uh, I, I mean, I, I understood what you said, but if you want to... Re- He's not you- going to make significant enough of an impact there you in go. order for Washington to win this game. Okay. So what is the final score going to be? 21 to 14. The spread is accurate. Okay. Gladhill, what's the final score going to be? Well, I um, first of all, I think the Niners are going to win this game. I'll say that. Um, what? However... I'm just kidding. I'm just, I'm joking. However, uh, we have not seen Brock Purdy have a bad game yet. He is a rookie quarterback. He's obviously has like, he, I mean, he's driving a Bugatti right now with his offense that he's in, you know, with Kyle Shanahan and all these, all these weapons, even, even with Debo out, um, you know, we haven't seen him struggle. Could this be the game? You know, commanders get a pass rush. Maybe they pick him off a couple times. You know, and Taylor Heineke has that dog in him. I mean, this could be closer than people think. Well, what's the spread again? Seven. Oh, seven. Okay, I'll take the Commanders to cover. Um, but the Niners are just have the better roster and, and um, just have a better. They can just do way more on the offensive side of the football. I think they'll figure it out at home. Not going to take this one as an upset. However, I think the Commanders will keep this close. They know how big this game is uh, for the playoff chances, and they're going to fight to the very end. And Chase Young coming back to this team, really big leader for that defense, even at a young age. 
I think uh, I think he'll have a, a bigger impact than people think. So Niners win. I'm gonna say twenty three to twenty. But uh, you know, keep an eye on the commanders in this one. Uh I got twenty four to ten. 49ers win and they cover. I uh yeah, I think Taylor Heineke will struggle. And look, that 49ers defense is just ridiculous. So yeah, I could see Brock Purdy making some mistakes. I I, I don't I don't fault you for making the game close because it could it could be a, a low scoring game. But I'm a, I'm gonna t- I think 49ers. I think 49ers uh win pretty easily, pretty comfortably. All right. This is a tough one for me, man. Las Vegas Raiders at Pittsburgh Steelers. Preston, you were talking about these two teams a couple weeks ago, saying that they were kind of like similar, right? Like they had high expectations. Well, Raiders had high expectations and they disappointed. Steelers, you would always think they would pick it up because they had uh, Mike Tallman as their coach and then they were both kind of trending upwards. And then they had that one loss in there that kind of ruined momentum. You know, the Raiders had that loss to the Rams on Thursday night football. And then the Steelers, they lost to the Ravens without Lamar Jackson. And that 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 was another game that they let slip too. So yeah, you look at those two games, you're like, those are two, you know, they had won those two games. You know, they had won those games, but we'd be talking about them being what seven and seven right now and fighting to go above 500 right here. So that's not the case. They're both still in the hunt though for the playoffs. So they need a lot of things to happen. Uh, but what is the spread in this one? These are two, two hard teams to pick. The Steelers are favored by two and a half. Okay. Steelers are favored by two and a half. Mm, Preston, you picked the last one. Glenn Hill, you pick. I'll, I'll start this one. This is a very tough game for me. <sighs> my heart is telling me Steelers. My gut is telling me Raiders. So I'm going to go with my heart. I'm going to pick the Steelers at home. Kenny Pickett's coming back. So that make I'm a little bit more confident in that game. I think Glenn Hill, I think Glenn Hill, I, I personally think you're going to pick the Raiders in this game, but uh, yeah, you're nodding your head because you know you're doing it. <laughs> yeah nope i got steelers i'll take steelers at home i've been doing pretty good this year picking steelers game i'm not even gonna lie like i've been i've been low-key nailing them the past few weeks so yeah let's keep it rolling steelers win this game let's go 20 to 17 all right Gladhill. you got raiders raiders keep it rolling man uh raiders what do you mean keep, keep it rolling? rolling what do you mean keep it rolling you talking about that that gifted gifted win that they had against the patriots where they was handed to them Look, they're they're six and week. This, this six and eight. Both these teams, man. Like, I, you just I feel like the way these teams have been covered. You know, like you, you think it's like it's like the season from hell or something for both these teams. They're both six and eight. Like a lot needs to happen for them to make the playoffs. But Mike Tomlin can still get that five hundred streak. I mean, I feel like that's the one thing that Steelers fans are always hanging on to. Like Mike Tomlin's never been under five hundred. You know, um, no, he's a great coach, but. Um, Raiders going to go on the road. I think they have far better offensive weapons, and I think they. I think they're starting to figure. I think they every single week they're getting a little better, and they're gonna they're gonna win this game. They're gonna find a way to win this game. Uh, it's probably gonna be freezing cold, so we need a good run game. I think the Raiders got one, and uh, they're gonna win twenty four to twenty one. To make you feel a little bit better about this pick, they are getting Darren Waller back this week. And also yeah, Hunter go. Hunter Renfro was back last week. He was very limited, but he got back in there. So that's all that matters. Uh, yeah. And looks like looks like you and fifty five percent have the Raiders winning this game. So it's pretty close on the percentage uh, wise. So Gledho, you took another upset, Preston. Are you taking the upset? What you thinking? 
No. <laughs> Can't pick the Raiders. <laughs> hey, you pick, hey, you picked them last week and they and they came through for you. I'm not picking the Raiders. Steelers win this game 34 to 28. Damn, you have it that high score and damn. Mm-hmm. Okay. All righty. Green Bay Packers going on the road to play the Miami Dolphins. 82% in favor of the Dolphins here. Uh, Okay, so every time I think of these two teams playing, I think of the year in 2014. It was Devontae Adams' rookie season. Aaron Rodgers did the classic fake spike Dan Marino to win the game with like three seconds to go in the end zone to the rookie Devontae Adams. One of my favorite games ever. I remember watching that live. Uh, freshman year in high school and I was so hyped like I don't like the Packers I've never liked them uh, but that was that got me hyped when I was a kid I, I was watching that game and the cl- he did the classic fake spike Dan Marino to win the game in Miami it was ridiculous I loved it uh, so they're they're making their return to Miami uh, Preston what is the spread in this game the Dolphins are favored by four Dolphins are favored by four it is your turn who do you got uh, I don't like this spread. Only four points against the Packers in Miami. Mm, I mean, I think they're expecting it's going to be a shootout. You got the over-under sitting at 50. I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to take the over. The Dolphins like to win in high-scoring games, 34-30. to 30. Yeah, so the Packers are going to need a lot of help to uh, make the playoffs. They're still not out of it. And a lot of people are talking about them possibly making it in. It's not going to be easy. Here's what would have to happen. They would have to win out. They got Miami, Minnesota, and Detroit. Don't think it's going to happen. Seattle would have to lose one of their next three, which is KC, Jets, and Rams. Washington would have to lose two out of their three, San Francisco, Cleveland, Dallas, or New York Giants lose out Minnesota, Indianapolis, Philly. If Detroit and Green Bay finish 9-8, and eight, the strengths of victory would decide the tiebreaker. So it, it would be close in that scenario, but... I don't think the Packers are going to win out. I think they uh, they get eliminated this weekend, and Miami puts a whooping on them. So I think though I think it'll be like thirty four to twenty seven. So maybe they won't put the whooping on them, but I think Green Bay's defense is going to give up a lot of yards. So that's who I got. Gledo, who do you got? I'll just. I mean, look. Last week on the podcast, I came out and said Dolphins going up to Buffalo. They don't have a chance. They're getting blown out. This offense is not going to have the same juice in the snow on the road. And look, even in a loss, they impressed me, man. I think the Dolphins this year have had some of the more impressive losses of any team. And and last week, I mean, against Buffalo was one of them. I was very impressed with the Dolphins. I think they showed that. I get it. It's still the regular season. We're not in postseason yet. But they showed that they can go on the road in a cold-weather game and they can still throw the ball around. This offense can still put up high 20s. And, you know, if their defense can make some more, you know, make some plays and maybe they'll get some calls in their favor, they can they could win a game on the road in the playoffs. Um, so, the, you know, the Dolphins really, I think they, they I, I thought they were more limited. Um, and, and they obviously showed me that, um, you know, they're not that limited after all. And they could really, they can really compete, you know, with these top line AFC teams. So, um, you know, this is a big game for them in terms of not only clinching a playoff spot, but also seeding. They're going to win this game at home against the Packers. One of my sure bets of the week. I think whatever the spread is, I don't remember what you said, but whatever it is, they're going to cover it. And uh, Dolphins win, uh, win, win big. I think it's going to be like thirty-five to twenty. I think Packers. You're not making the playoffs. You know, a lot of uncertainty going forward for them. 
uh, just in terms of Aaron Rodgers and his future. Is Matt LaFleur your, your dude moving forward? I mean, you're not going to fire him after this year, obviously, but what are you going to do in the free agent market? What trades will we make? I think there's just a lot in flux for this team. I don't know, but uh, Dolphins are going to win this one, 35-20. Glenn, I think the uh, spread was uh, four, four and a half. Is that what you said, Preston? Something like that? You said you didn't like the spread. Dolphins yeah. are covering that. Yeah, it was four. All righty. Next game, Preston, take it away. AIDS game of the week. Denver Broncos, 4-10. LA Rams, 4-10. 67% though in favor of the Rams. When's the last time they were favored by that much? Or how much percentage? They had a bigger percentage of that one, you know? Man, Broncos favored by three. Listen, the Rams are, are in this game every single week, it feels like. The Rams are the Broncos. These two teams have been so overwhelmingly disappointing this year that both fan bases, they're just non-existent. They, they haven't been like, I know plenty of Broncos and Rams fans. They've just fallen off. I think they've just completely watched, stopped watching this NFL season. I haven't heard anything from them. Normally they're hitting me up. Oh my God, you see the Broncos, blah, 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 blah. Look at the Rams out of that. My Twitter, my Twitter feed's going crazy. None of that. Capiche. Where y'all at? Hmm? Where y'all at? Chargers starting to take over LA. I'm calling it right now. Chargers are going to be the face of LA. Justin Herbert, that's a man you can get behind. The Broncos are going to be the least in the NFC West for some time to come. Well, I take that back. Raiders are sitting right there. Uh, as far as this game goes, Broncos minus three. What's the over-under? You're sitting at 36 and a half. Is Russ cooking? Is he going to play this week? He is. He's on track to play. Is Matthew Stafford playing this week? Or is he out for the year? I think Matthew Stafford's out for the year. Mm. I haven't heard anything else, though. Russ's last game, he kind of cooked against the Chiefs. Hmm. Give me Broncos by a zillion. 30 to 10. Whoa, 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 whoa. 30? You really trust the Broncos to score 30? Preston. Russell Wilson had a good game against the Chiefs. He's going to build off that. Dude, bro, come on now, bro. If the Broncos score 30 points, I I might fly up to Cali and, and like take you on a date, bro. Please do. I got money to spend, baby. All right. Gledhill, Gledhill likes it. I'll agree. I'm taking Broncos. I think they're going to have the better quarterback play, even though I don't like their coaching at all. I think, uh, I think, yeah, Russell Wilson's been playing a little better recently. And um, this will be a nice, nice win for them on the road. Rams defense is not bad. I mean, it's not great, but it's also not terrible. Yeah, I like the Broncos in this position. I think it'll be like a, 23 to 20 type of game kind of close low scoring ugly but uh i think russell wilson is going to lead a late drive to win this game why does this game ride why does this game have to be on christmas bro why does this game like why why do i have why am i forced to watch this on christmas i don't know uh you know what i think santa claus is gonna buy baker mayfield some new mittens uh, you know, maybe a bib and a spatula, and he's going to be cooking. He's going to be baking this weekend. He's going to get another win, and they're going to beat the Denver Broncos in a 17-13 to 13 type game. Yeah, I agree with y'all. Russell Wilson has been playing better, but that doesn't overlook what he, like how bad they played all year. 
Uh, and I think Nathaniel Hackett will ruin things. Look, I, I understand they beat the Cardinals at home with Brett Ripien. And look, I, I picked the Cardinals, but I thought because uh, Colt McCoy was, I thought I trusted Colt McCoy a little bit better, uh, a little bit more, and he ended up getting hurt. So that kind of ruined the whole pick anyways. Uh, and the Cardinals are, I guess, that much worse. So yeah, no, give me the Rams at home. If this game was in Denver, I would 100% take Broncos. So I guess I'm taking the upset. I guess I'm taking the upset because Denver is favored in this game. Yeah. Give me give me the uh the Rams to win 17 and 13. Again, not confident, but I think uh Santa Claus is gonna give Baker Mayfield some new uh cooking gear and he's gonna bake them this week. So yeah, let's go. Let, we'll go with it. Why not? Next game, Tampa Bay Buccaneers going on the road to play the Arizona Cardinals Sunday night football. One of the uh, worst Sunday night football games in a while. 92% in favor of the Buccaneers. Preston, spread. Believe it or not, the Buccaneers are favored by over a touchdown. Minus seven and a half. Oh, by the I, way, that's crazy. That's I insane. Believe it. Uh, look, as bad as Tampa Bay is, the Cardinals are, are bad. The Cardinals are pretty bad. They're yeah. bad. They're very, very bad. Very, very, very bad. Okay. You know what, Preston, you picked the last one. Glenn Hill, I'll have you pick this one. Tampa Bay, if they win, do Cardinals cover? Because that is a big spread. You are right. Yeah, I think the Cardinals cover. And uh, I don't know. I haven't fully made my decision yet, but I think they, I think the Cardinals could pull this upset. But no, Tom Brady's playing. I don't even know who the Cardinals starting at quarterback this week. By the way, Cliff Kingsbury's gone. I mean, that's that's set. Oh, God. Yeah, dude, their QB situation is apparently in shambles. This is gracious. Oh, Trace McSorley. Throw it on a dime. <laughs> what, what if he beat the Buccaneers and the, and the Panthers won and the Buccaneers missed out on the playoffs because of, you know, because because of this loss right here? Like, this was the thing that started it. Tom Brady That'd be crazy. Tired, bro. Yeah, he loses to Trace, Trace McSorley. Are you kidding me? Um, yeah, I think Tampa's going to get it done. Do they clinch if they win this game? I don't think so. Mm-hmm. But if they if they win and the Panthers lose, do they clinch? And then the Saints lose? If everybody loses and they win, they probably do, right? Because the Panthers are the next team up, right? Like, But the Saints are still in it too, right? Yeah, technically the Saints are still in it. Look, I'm, I'm looking right now. The Falcons uh, are technically in it too, aren't they? <laughs> yes, dude, the Falcons are in it. <laughs> no, yeah, no, the, the Buccaneers don't clinch yet. No, not yet. Okay. Yeah, this I think they're gonna win though. You got they're they're leading the division and they're six and eight, and there's three teams five and nine behind them, so no, they don't clinch yet. Yep, all right. Uh well they're gonna win. I, I thought about taking upset here, but no, nah, I'm not gonna do it. Not Trace McSorley. Like if, if Kyler were healthy, maybe. But yeah, no, no way. Buccaneers win. Uh, let's go 17 to 5. <laughs> I get a weird score every single week. That, that, that's this one. All right, let's Ugly go. Game. You know what? I'll give you a weird score too. I'll go 19 to 6. Tampa Bay wins. Preston. There we go. I think this is my lock of the year. Tampa Bay wins this game 25 to 15. Lock because of how, how like, the situation of the Cardinals? I just have a feeling. I think I think this is a lot of people are going to bet on the Cardinals in this spot. And um, I think Buccaneers are in a good spot. Uh, hopefully they'll figure some things out on offense against this Cardinals defense. And 
I don't think this Cardinals offense is going to do well at all. So yeah. Tom Brady will have a, a lot of time with the ball in his hands. Okay. Well, don't get too comfortable, Preston, because uh, your LA Chargers are at home or on the road against the Indianapolis Colts and uh, 92% in favor of uh, uh, and y'all. So it's a big one right here. What is the spread? Chargers are favored by four and a half. Chargers are favored by four. Now, Preston, I know you were all excited because you know that the the Chargers are likely going to make the playoffs. You know, you're feeling good, Herbert. You know, the Emmanuel Acha being shut up because of the social media quarterback. I know you're, I know you're like just on cloud nine right now, but I know, I know the second you saw the good old Nick Foles is starting, I know you're a little scared. I know you're a little, you're a little scared of this game. You're a little, you're a little terrified of this one. So, how did they get it done? How did the Chargers get it done this week? Take care of business. I've I've got I've got a sneaky little prediction, but I'm gonna keep I'm keeping it locked. I'm keeping it locked for now. We'll see. I'll say this though: you got Colts, Rams, and Broncos to finish out the season. Like three very winnable games. Like like this season's you know considered just a disappointment. They could finish eleven and six like easily. What is uh? Not easily, but yeah, it, I have it, it guys, definitely happen. I have you guys winning out, but out of those three games, Preston, which one do you guys think y'all would be more like? Like, which one do you think you would most likely lose out of those three? Oh, out of our last three games this season, mm-hmm. or Broncos, or playoffs? what was the last one, Gladhill? Uh, Rams, the Rams, the yeah, Colts, Rams, Broncos. Yeah, which probably Broncos, right? Yeah, I'd say Broncos in Denver. Yeah, it's tough, if, especially if Russ starts playing better. Hopefully, we'll be in a position to rest our starters week 18. Maybe. We clinch a playoff berth, and there's no fifth or sixth seed on the line. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, yeah. But, I mean, if you have a chance to get fifth and you're sixth, though, you mean you play them, obviously. Uh, Do you have anything to say about that game last week against the Titans? I mean, I know uh, you guys won 17 to 14. Ryan Tannehill got hurt, but... Uh, I mean, you guys found a way to win. I mean, that's all that matters. You know, Tennessee is very competitive defensively. So what you got anything, any takeaways from that one? Yeah. Justin Herbert made an insane game winning drive. And at the end of the day, that's all we need him to do because he's that good where he could just do that at the end of games. Those are the type of quarterbacks you want quarterbacks who can leave lead game winning drives just like that and give no time for the other team. Like, that's what Mahomes been doing. He's just keeping him around until the end of the game. That's what Joe's been able to do, but Joe just blows him out in the second half, I guess. Josh Allen, that's what he struggled with. Come on. Th- this is exciting stuff for me, in my opinion. But hey, I'm I'm trying, I'm keeping it composed right now. Okay. You know, I'm knocking on wood and I'm going to keep my mouth shut. But Chargers do win in this game 23 to 17. Blood Hill, who you got, man? Yeah, this could be this could be a tough game in Indy. I mean, you know, you know, the, you know, the Colts are feeling a certain type of way after that, after that, you know, that going up thirty three nothing and losing that lead, and you know, being the being the brunt of all the jokes this week. Um, you know, they're on the wrong side of the largest comeback in league history. Like, you know, that's got to be tough, and you know, they're going to be playing with their with their hair on fire early on in this game. You know, ready to go at home. So I think this is going to be a really close game. I think the Chargers will find a way to escape because Justin Herbert is that dude, one of the top quarterbacks in the league. Um, and I think the Chargers defense, you know, they've been playing better the last few weeks. I think they'll have a good game plan. And 
I think they'll I think they'll leg it out. Yeah, I just I just think they're they have a better roster and much better quarterback play. So Chargers win. I want to go twenty six to nineteen. Chargers Chargers win, but you know it might be close throughout the game. Yeah. So. I mean, I could see the Colts being really competitive in this game. I really don't know how the Colts lost that game. I mean, I know the Vikings had one of the craziest comebacks, you know, in history. And yes, credit that the, like I said, the officiating was really bad this past weekend. And it, it they did take away, you know, two Viking scores. The Vikings could have won by more, but the Colts still had a crazy good first half. Like their, their defense, the first half was absolutely insane. They had a pick six, a block punt touchdown, a forced fumble recovery, two turnovers on down and three and out. And they still found a way to lose the game. So that was a tough way to go out. Unfortunately, that's just the way things go sometimes. But uh, yeah, I got the Chargers winning this game, but I think this game will be a little closer than people think. Uh, but I think Herbert will get it done when it matters. So give me the Chargers to win this game. Let's go 24 to, to 20. Chargers will still find a way to get it done. And yeah, I think I think the Chargers are going to win out. I, I totally agree with you what y'all were saying. So yeah. All right. We got one more game coming up. The game of the week. The game I've been waiting for. The game that I will be at on Christmas Eve. The Philadelphia Eagles going on the road to play the Dallas Cowboys. Here we go, baby. Preston, spread. Give it to me. The Cowboys. The Cowboys. Are favored by four and a half. Yes, and it was it was bigger. Um, they they did come back down to reality. Now they were assuming that Jalen Hurts was going to be out. He had that shoulder strain in that Chicago game, uh, but I still thought there was a chance he was going to play. But it looks like Gardner Minshew is going to start, so that's probably why the Cowboys are favorite. They were favorite even when Hurts was going to play, but it was obviously really closer, and it probably could have been a pick 'em. You know, I think by the end of the week, but Hurts is not playing, so. That's why the Cowboys are favored. Does that does does that surprise you at all, Preston? Or did you did you expect the Cowboys to be favored regardless? Man, this game, this game, lot riding on this game. I think the Eagles want to just smack the Adam. Oh, you don't smack the. You don't. You don't think we want to do the same thing? I think y'all are scared of the expectations. <sighs> no, I'm not. But. Yeah, 55% in favor of the Cowboys this game. Dak? Dak's been struggling lately, bro. No, okay. He's been struggling lately. He's not. He has not been struggling. He's been... Okay, he has a little bit of a turnover bug, but if you looked at the way he played in that Jacks... If if anybody blames Dak Prescott for losing that Jacksonville game, you're crazy. You did not watch the game. You did not watch the game if you blame Dak Prescott. Dude, Dak Prescott played good. That pick six at the end of the game was not his fault. Did you see that hit Noah Brown's right in the hands? You have to catch that ball. You have to catch that ball, bro. I, I'm, just I'm not saying. as worried. I, I think. I think Dak. I think. I, I haven't learned anything new about Dak this whole year. Like I, I, we know, we know who he is. Like he's, at, you know, at top end, he's a top ten quarterback in the league. But you know, there, there's a consist. There's some consistency issues there. Something is going to be snapped this week, Preston. We have the Eagles that have a nine-game road win streak, and you have the Cowboys have a seven-game home win streak. So one of them is going to get snapped this week. Uh, Philadelphia can clinch a first-round bye with the win, so all they got to do is win, and they get that first-round bye, and they won't have to worry about Hurts coming back the next few weeks. Uh, but I think that's kind of like a, I don't know. 
I don't know how to how to feel about Hertz not playing for the rest of the year. Obviously, if he doesn't play for the rest of the year, which is three more weeks, he's not going to win the MVP. But that's, that's not that's not what I'm concerned about. I'm more concerned about that if they win this game, they win this game, right? They win with Gardner Minshew, they clinch. Hertz has no reason to play the next two games, obviously, because they clinch, right? So at that point, Hertz would miss the last three weeks of the season, and then they would get a first round bye. And then he would play opening round, the divisional round against whoever. But that means he wouldn't have played in five weeks, five straight weeks. Like, honestly, I don't know if I don't know if I would want like as an Eagles fan. I don't know if I would want that. What do you I'd think? I probably Preston? want him to play a couple of drives, like a, treat it like a preseason game in week 18. Yeah. Or even week 17. I mean, if he's healthy, you play him. Yeah, potentially. And then week 18, yes, don't play him at all. If you don't need to play him, yes, okay, that's fine. But I don't know, two, like three straight weeks, four straight weeks, that's where you start getting into the whole, I don't know, man. But Preston, you know, you know, I'm going to take the longest to talk about this game. So uh, you can you can go ahead, get this one out of the way. I know you've been picking first these past few weeks, uh, these past few games, but uh, who do you got in this one? I'm going to be at this one. So uh, maybe I'll give him some good luck. You have to think from a coaching or a management standpoint, would it be better for the Eagles just to look past this game or would it be better for them to go all in and try to win this game? It's Dallas, man. We're going to try to win this game. Absolutely. Here's the thing. If if you go all out and compete and lose in a close game against the the Cowboys, then that's that's devastating. That's tough. But if you just kind of accept you're not going to win this game and – Cowboys do their thing, then that's something you could kind of live down and and just focus on getting ready for Jalen Hurts to come back. So I'm just saying from a from a coaching and a management standpoint, your ultimate goal is the Super Bowl. And even if you lose this game, you've pretty much already got the division as long as you uh win the rest of the games. But you would think they want to they really want to win this game. I think the players want to win this game no matter what. So it's going to be competitive. I think we'll see somewhere in between um, where they they are looking past this game a little bit, but at the same time, they really want to win this game. Cowboys, they're going to go ahead and win this game as as much as I I don't want to say it because I want the Eagles to sweep y'all this year. Um, just for what whatever reason, it, it would just be nice to see. Shut up, Not- bro. <laughs> not even like i'm praying on y'all downfall or anything but come on when's the last time philly has swept y'all in in a in a regular season been a very I'm long time jalen hurts isn't gonna win mvp i, I want to see my i want to see the guy do it yeah i agree with that too you know hey just just hanging around that guy every day for like a semester like just just seeing him from a distance like locked in literally 24 7 you can't help but just admire that guy he was a cool dude Eagles lose this game. Uh, Cowboys win. I think Cowboys defense wins it for them. Uh, 27 to 16. Yeah, so... Oh, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm getting excited. Gledhill, it's your turn. Who do you got? Yeah, I mean, I, I told you, I'm not worried about Dak at all. We, we haven't learned anything new about him. We haven't learned anything new about Zeke or Pollard or any of these guys. Our offense is fine. Our offense got it done. Um... You can question Kellen Moore's play calling. You can, you know, and that's fine. That's totally fair. But we've always been questioning Kellen Moore's play calling. We haven't learned anything new about about the Cowboys' offense at all. What has been troubling is, you know, 
a little bit of a lack of a pass rush recently. Um, and that's definitely affected our back end. And, you know, talk about our secondary. I think there might be some holes back there as well. So maybe this defense is not as dominant as, you know, they were a few, few weeks, you know, a couple months ago. So that kind of worries me. And just going into this game, I just think there's there's a lot to lose and a little to gain for the Cowboys. Like, if we blow them out, we'd have to blow them out by such a substantial amount for us to get any respect over it. If we win close, it's like, oh, well, if they had Jalen, they would have beaten you guys. Or, oh, if it was in Philly, they, we, you know, they would have beaten you guys. Or, you know, oh, like, it's not that impressive, you know. And if the Eagles win, of course, then it looks horrible. It's like, oh, you lost to their backup quarterback? Like, how do you do that? You're, you're, you're more healthy at the most key position right now. How do you lose that game at home? So I'm, I'm just – in, in a way, I'm not looking forward to this game for that reason. Um, I think Gardner Minshew is a really good backup quarterback, and I think he's going to come in and play well. I think he's got really good players around him. Eagles, you know, they, they might be able to run the ball a little bit, you know, and, and if the Cowboys struggle getting pressure, I think I think we could see a little bit of a shootout, in which case I'm still taking Dallas at home. I think I think we're going to get it done at home. But I think the Eagles will put up points, and I would love to shut them down, but, you know, I'm worried maybe that won't be the case. So Cowboys hey. win. Um, before, you give your, yeah? before you give your score. All the Cowboys defense has to do is stop the run and pray Gardner Minshew doesn't turn into a gunslinger overnight. He is a bit of a gunslinger, but no, not not like that. Look, man, he, he's also, you know, he's he's uh you know, he's playing for playing for Mike Leach. He spoke at his funeral. You know, he's gonna have a little bit of, you know, I want to do it for my man who who, you know, he's the reason I'm here in the NFL, reason I got drafted in the first place. So there's also, you know, add that factor in as well. I don't know. So if that's the case from a coaching standpoint, do you let them start the game running the ball a little bit and then shut it down later so that way you don't, you know, overcommit and now all of a sudden you give Gardner Minshew confidence early in the game? Hmm. I think I think you got to stop the run game first and foremost. I think uh you know, if Gardner, Gardner gets going, Gardner, though. Gardner, yeah, no, if he gets going, then you make adjustments, and I think we can make adjustments, but I think we gotta, we got we to gotta be ready to defend the run game, first and foremost. Maybe not. I don't know. But, uh, yeah, bro. Let's go 30 to 27 Cowboys win. I think it's to be close. Uh, I think they put up points. I think they do. Eric over there chomping at the bit, man. I'm waiting. I've been waiting. I've been, I've been waiting. Go for it, man. Go off. Oh, okay. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. I'm, so where do I even begin? First of all, let me just say that it's Eagles week. So, you know, we, we all know we hate each other. It's, it's, there's nothing new here. We all hate each other. So let's just go ahead and throw respect out the window because no matter how much respect I give this team, they're a bunch of assholes. Just F the Eagles, bro. Honestly, F everything about them. And I know they feel the same way about me. So it's mutual. All right. So let's go ahead and throw all the respect out the window. Let's just go ahead and get on into the shit talking right now. Gledhill, let me start with you first. You said that Cowboys have nothing to gain and everything to lose because the Eagles are going to clinch, blah, blah, blah. And the Cowboys would literally have to almost blow them out, right, to get any respect. But honestly, what I have to say to that is who gives a fuck? Who gives a fuck? If we win the game, I don't care. I don't care if we win the game by 
the refs, I don't care if we win the game by point, three points, two points, I don't care. A win is a win. And the reason I say that is because I know damn well Philly fans have no room to talk because earlier in the season, they beat us with Cooper Rush and they got mad at us when we said, well, if we had Dak, it would have been a different story. So let them let them say if we had Hurts, it would have been a different story. Let them say we were in the exact same position two months ago in Philadelphia. Okay, so I don't want to hear all that BS. It was, oh, we had our backup quarterback in. Well, we did, too. We did, too, earlier in the season. All right. Now, in terms of the Cowboys-Jacksonville game, I want to make it clear that I am not taking anything away from Jacksonville. Jacksonville, that was a really good coming out party for them, and Trevor Lawrence played great, but they were not the better team. The Cowboys choked that game really bad because of their defense. Kelvin Joseph, one of the worst cornerbacks I've ever seen, one of the worst cornerback performances. He gave up so many yards. They were up 27 to 10, and on the podcast last week, I said that the Cowboys were going to roll, and... You're right, Glenn Hill. The Cowboys offensively, there's nothing to be ashamed about. Yes, Kellen Moore might have lost them the game at the end of that game, but pretty much every drive, they were scoring with ease. They were moving the ball well. They were running the football. Dak looked really good. The turnover he threw uh, in at the beginning was not very good uh, when they were, well, I guess, when they were coming back. But that second turnover was not his fault. Noah Brown should have caught the ball and it led to a pick six. So looking at it from that standpoint, Yes, Dak Prescott, he needs to limit the turnovers. But we talk about this every single week, right? We know he needs to play better. But he wasn't the problem in that game. I just think the defense is not playing the way it should be. The pass rush, I don't know what happened to it, but it hasn't been able to get a lot of pressure the past few weeks. They were leading the league in sacks a couple weeks ago. And then the Texans, they didn't get a single sack. In Jacksonville, they only got one sack, I'm pretty sure. And it was Micah. So this pass rush, this defense has to make some adjustments and they got to get more healthy in the back end because they are getting torched right now. They gave up 500 yards to Jacksonville and they had control of that game. That They shouldn't have lost that game. It was a bad loss. That was the worst loss of the season, I think, because, you know, you look at week one, it's like, yeah, you lost, you only scored three points, but it was the first week of the season. You look at Philadelphia, you had a backup quarterback. You look at Green Bay. Yeah, that was probably, a, that was a bad loss, but this, this loss was even worse. I think this loss was terrible. You had the game won, bro. You blew it. So, not taking anything away from Jacksonville, but the Cowboys 100% should have won that game. They blew it. They blew that game. And despite all that, they still have gone 6-2 and two with Dak Prescott back. So, let's not act like their season's over, right? Like, yes, they might. You can maybe have lower expectations for them now that they lost the game that they should have won. It's like typical Cowboys are going to lose in the first round. Okay, but let's not act like the Cowboys season is, you know, completely over because of that loss. Like, it was a bad loss. I don't think just because they lost that game that they're going to play, this is going to affect the way they play against Philadelphia. Regardless, I think they're going to come ready to play, and I think it's going to be a very competitive competitive division game with Hurts or without Hurts because the Eagles still have a good team around them. What I'm interested to see is how you know, Phil Sims take about Jalen Hurts, if it's true or not, because he said a couple weeks ago, there's no way that Jalen Hurts is as valuable as Patrick Mahomes, Josh Allen, Joe Burrow because of the team he has around him. And that's the debate. That's what Micah Parsons said a couple weeks ago was, is it the team or is it Jalen Hurts, you know? And so now if Gardner Minshew goes out there and he throws four touchdowns and they win, how does that make Hurts look? You know what I mean? Yeah, good point. How does that make Hurts look? And I love Jalen Hurts. You know what I mean? Like, 
I'm not saying, look, I think he deserves the respect. I think he deserves the MVP, but it just makes things interesting if if that were to happen, right? Because it's like Philly's team is really freaking good. Even without Jalen Hurts, they're still freaking good. So I would not be surprised in the slightest if Gardner Minshew goes out there and becomes a gunslinger like Preston was saying. And I wouldn't be surprised if Philly wins because Philly's defense is really good. And I think they'll get a lot of pressure on Dak and they'll make him like force mistakes. Like Dak Prescott's going to play reckless. You know, he's going to. So that's just the way the game's going to be. I think we're going to win. I think I, w- I think we would win with Hurts playing too. But that's only because it's a division game. And I know we've been waiting for this game for so long. And also, obviously, I'm a little biased because I'm going to be at the game too. So, and I have a hard time thinking that we're going to get swept. That's the thing. That's all I got to say about that. I've said what I needed to say. Cowboys win this game 29 to 20. Gardner Minshew, he'll play good, but not as good as Hurts would play. So if Cowboys do lose this game, yes, it looks really bad. I'll admit it, Gledhill. It looks really bad if they lose this game. But at the same time, if we win this game, no matter how we win it, I don't care what anybody says about it because we were in the same position against Philly a couple months ago. So let them talk all the crap they want. It doesn't even matter till the playoffs at the end of the day. This is all just like, like, this is all just preparing for the playoffs, right? You know, like, it doesn't even matter because even if we do beat Philadelphia, they're going to say, oh, well, you guys are still going to lose in the first round anyways. Like, there's no winning in this scenario for the Cowboys. There's no winning. Even if they blow them out, they're going to be like, oh, you still beat a backup quarterback. Philly is going to go to the Super Bowl. You guys are going to choke in the playoffs. There's no winning from this. So you might as well just go ahead and accept the fact that no matter how the Cowboys win it, they're not going to get any respect from anybody, okay? Because they're the Cowboys. They're never going to get respect from anybody. That's just the way it is. We're just going to have to accept it. The only time I will defend case for the Cowboys is if it's for Dak because people just don't know how to properly blame the man. Like, they blame him for things that aren't even his fault. Like, that that, that last play was not his fault. And he played good enough to win that game. So, that's all I got to say. Cowboys 29-20. to 20. And let's go, man. I'm going to be at the game. I'm excited for this one. You guys got anything else to add? No, no, I'm chilling. That's that was pretty, uh, pretty great rant there, Good. Eric. I think, yeah, I think we all covered, I think we covered every single aspect of that game. Easily. Yeah, I mean, I did what I could. I feel like every, like, honestly, I should just like, I need to have some post game, like immediate post game thoughts after Cowboys games because I have so much to talk about the Cowboys every single week, bro. It's so hard because I got to talk about what happened the game before. I got to talk about this next game and then I got to talk about how the players are playing, you know? So I just need to start. I need to start doing live streams. Start doing live streams after the game. Yeah, I should start doing that. And then just have us join in and talk. Yeah. Yeah, we should do that 100%. I'll do, how about this? This week, this Christmas, if you, I know, I know you guys are gonna be busy on Christmas, but if Christmas Eve, you guys got time after the game, we can do a little post game Cowboys talk. Yeah, if you're like in the on the yeah. drive home or whatever, or even if you're in the stadium, if they have good enough Wi Fi there. Oh yeah, for sure. Okay, Sweet. all right, boys, enjoy some football this week, and I will talk to y'all later. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas, yes, sir. Ooh.